Before we start off this episode, we'd like to let y'all know about Elizabeth Smart's website. The Elizabeth Smart website is a website created by Elizabeth Smart herself. Elizabeth was abducted from her home at age 14 in June 2002. 25 seconds. Um, yeah, because that's been the trend. Do you want me to introduce everyone? Welcome back, fellow podcast listeners. And if you are, wait, welcome back, fellow podcast listeners. And if you are new, welcome to Truth or Death Podcast. We will be talking about the, we will be talking about true crime and you'll listen. Your host today, which are always your hosts, Victoria, Michelle, and me, everyone's favorite, Chloe. I'm sure you've all heard of her, but today we will be discussing Elizabeth so Smart. Blah, 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 blah. Elizabeth Smart. All the way from her so abduction to, start off, to her what? survival. <laughs> so to start off, how do y'all think um, you would react coming back after um, a year of missing I said, like, all right. school? <laughs> like it was normal again? Kind of skipping ahead, but like, what? Hmm. You know, missing everything in life, actually. Yeah. Do you think you'd have to, like, redo that year? Um, I would be confused, at the very least. Uh, That'd be a little chaotic. Oh, my, for sure. If it was ninth grade, imagine missing this year and then going to tenth grade yeah, next year. Yeah, that'd be nice, honestly. I would also yeah. be happy because I would never have to learn stoichiometry. Never. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, especially about gone. what we're about to talk no about. That'd be kind but of. I think it would be scary be kind of to come back. Acting like you're not life you know? is normal again. So some basic facts about early life, yes. about the early life of Elizabeth Smart are that she was born into a religious family on November third, nineteen eighty seven, in Salt Lake City, Utah. When um she was one of the sec, she was one of the six children. Yeah, she was the second of six. I can't speak. That's a problem. You see? She was the second of six children. Yeah, just like restart the whole basic facts. Edit all that out. I'm going to start doing this. I know I'm speaking to myself in the future. Edit all that out, Victoria. All right. That's you. You're editing. Okay. Basic facts about Elizabeth Smart's early life. Start with Elizabeth Smart was born into a very religious family on November 3rd, 1987 in Salt Lake City, Utah, where she stayed for the remainder of her life, like childhood. That is where she was also abducted in the same house that she started, you know, was born into. She was the second of six (laughs) children and was born into a very successful realtor, developer, and homemaker. Nice. She was known as a smart, shy, and obedient kid. <laughs> you want to play the harp, Michelle? Her passion was playing the harp. Playing the harp. Oh, that's She began cool. at age five so, and continued to practice So, so far, daily. all we know about her is she's, like, a good kid. That's nice. I think it's so pretty. Yeah. I want to know how to do it. I want to be able to do that. Yeah, basically, she was a good kid. Yeah. By the time she reached middle school, 
she had she already like, I know what I'm gonna to do when I grow older. Harpist at weddings already. Already performing at weddings and funerals. Wow. Exactly. She was already performing at weddings and funerals. She had been regularly yeah, very, and like very in good at harp concert at, at playing the harp in Salt Lake. So she was very um brilliant. Very good at what she was Horse doing. Horse person. Exactly. Yeah. She was also a brilliant. Is. For any of y'all that uh, didn't know. Yep. And distance runner. Ah. Uh, horse. Okay. So she was same riding the horse. Wow. And a distance runner. So everything the opposite of me. Yes. <laughs> right. Once she was planning to be complete compete. I could, like, country? walk a mile, but that's about it. I couldn't even do any of this. She's good no, at playing the I harp. Couldn't, like, imagine she's she good at... her whole career she's planned out for herself. good at riding herself. horses. Wow. She's good at running. Good at playing the harp. Exactly. So, again, very smart She person. attended Brandt and very skilled Intermediate yeah. School, that's where nice. she was known as a smart and diligent person. Very smart person. Very skilled. So let's start with that. How do you think that her being a smart person and efficient at what everything she's done, because she seems really good at everything she does, how do you think that really helped with her being kidnapped? Like, how do you think that attributes kind of contributed to her survival of the kidnap? Do you think it affected it at all? Or? She knew not to wake up like her whole family mm -hmm. and she knew also to not completely like defy her kidnappers the whole time but yeah. not also yeah. not like she, she was just clever enough to understand how to survive in yeah. this certain situation mm. like as we'll explain later in the um in this episode um she was like very smart and like i feel like her actions like actually very smart like i would not have done what she did I yeah? Yeah. She is. She's actually known for having a perfect kidnapped like story. So she's known for having a very um smart like recovery. Sorry. She's known for having a very smart recovery. You would follow her plan. She like. If there was a how to escape your kidnapper, she's up there on the list. Yeah. Because she doesn't listen to them yeah. enough that, yeah, like, she just like, she's, like, perfectly. doing everything they want. But she doesn't go out of her way to get the person mad at her, you know? Very intelligent person. And I feel like you can see with her regular daily life that she was already very I'm going to go ahead and pause this. Got it. I'm not we will be. I fell onto the floor. <laughs> Not really. I just have to crawl. crawl. Michelle. We're gonna be talking. Oh, yeah. You should just take your time. So then you won't be tempted. Just like run over. Blow on it once. Just enjoy your food, Victoria. I am. Unpause it. No, it's fine. It's okay. It's okay, Michelle. It's like just pause. It's not like it saves the game. Unpause it. Unpause it. No, it's fine. Oh my god. I'm just playing right now. 
Exactly. So is mine. Okay, it's fine. Here. Just, so now it's just gonna be harder. So now it's just gonna be harder for her to record. Yeah. Not really. I'm actually the Not you. She doesn't have to. Like she's the one who has to edit. Because everyone has to edit their individual podcast. Now we'll be talking about the facts or background of the abduction. On June 4th, 2002, Elizabeth Smart and her family attended an end-of-the-year award ceremony where the 14-year-old won several awards for academics and physical fitness. So with this, you can see that she's already doing pretty yeah, well in really life. Like, she's really so much better than I was she goes doing. Above and beyond. No, than I am doing because we're around the we are the same age. Freshman year. Wow. On that night that she was kidnapped, she and her sister got ready for bed together as normal. Ed, her father, made sure that the doors were like locked as like he does every night, and he didn't put on the alarm system, which becomes pertinent to the story, as he does every night, and he didn't feel like putting on the alarm because he knew that the kids would set it off if they got up and moved around the house, so he left That's such a coincidence that exactly that he decides that he doesn't need to put it on. She gets, you know, abducted. Abducted. Like, a little... A little too much of a coincidence. Mm. Yeah. Michelle, if you were thinking back to this moment, whenever you, you know, you realize your kid is missing, do you think that you would put all the stress on what you did? Like, would you be like, oh, like, this is my fault? Like, in terms of being, like, in the perspective of Elizabeth? Or in, or, or no, in terms of the father. I think I would definitely feel some guilt. But I don't think it's really, like, their fault. But I know, like, one of the main factors was that they had the window open, right? So that's how he was able to get inside, yeah. like, Brian. I would feel total guilt if I was him. This, I would have been like, I just did this, like, for, like, the one night. But I normally don't do this. And now she's gone, and now I don't have her this morning. That's, I would feel total guilt. Yeah. Um, during the early hours of the next morning, about one hour after midnight, Elizabeth was awakened, or Smart was awakened in the bedroom. She shared with her young sister, Mary Catherine, by the sounds of footsteps and cold metal, metal against her cheek. The cold metal That's was kinda a knife. scary. <laughs> kind of scary. Very scary. Oh, yeah. I'm just sleeping peacefully. <laughs> gets woken up by a cold thing against her cheek. By a knife. Yeah, I'd be like, like what oh, the heck is going on? Right next to me. Wow. How would you? It does. Yeah. How would you react to that? Like, how do you think your reaction, like, do you think that your reaction would be to scream? Do you think it would be to, like, I think what the heck? Like, what would your initial I think I would reaction open my be? Eyes, look over and, like, open my mouth to scream, but I feel like then he would go, ha, like, cover my mouth so I couldn't scream. I feel like I would probably wake up and do that whole, like, and then close my eyes. <laughs> Shut really? them. Because if I close them, then I can't I would see open it. my yeah. eyes and scream, probably. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how she didn't scream. 
The man then whispered, I have a knife to your neck. Don't make a sound. Get out of bed and come with me or I'll kill you a little and your harsh. family. A little harsh. Exactly. And it's not like one of those like things over the internet where you can be like, you're not in my house. He's no, literally he's in your house next to you. Exactly. Right next to you. Brian told her, then the guy's name is Brian who yeah. is in there. Brian. Brian. We are not I'm using his last name because we. He doesn't yeah, deserve. We're what informal he did. and we're ninth graders, and so we're using we're his rude. first name, Brian. Yes. Brian told her to put on her shoes. When she originally grabbed the slides, however, he told her to grab tennis shoes. That that's when she realized that she was not going to be staying inside the house. When you get to that point and you go for those, Comfy you know, slides. slides, and then he's like, no, no, no. You're you need tennis shoes. What would your reaction be? Like, would you like what would be going on through your brain, your head? I would. I feel run, like run, run. I may be still asleep, or I would either slightly be asleep, or I would be one hundred percent awake, and in that case. And he would tell me that I would be like, either not realize it at all, like not get the cue at all because I'm that type of person, or I would be like, like wow. Um. And then also not to mention her sister is in the room with yeah, her. Yeah, that's oh, that's crazy. Like you have to have some big like just like guts to be like, oh like I'm gonna go kidnap her with her sister in the room and I'm not gonna get caught. Her sister like opened her eyes and saw a man yeah yeah yeah. there with her sister yes so like if you were the sister no i'll ask that later (laughs) but (laughs) we'll talk about it later um but like how do you think like what is the mindset behind that that's like oh like i'm not gonna get caught and i know i'm not gonna get caught because he's uh dealing with little girls he's going yeah it's like 1 a.m. and everyone mm. supposedly is supposed to be sleeping. How did? He, wait, sorry, this is totally sort of off topic. Were they on like the first floor or the second floor? How did he second get up to floor. the window? He got in through. Oh, so downstairs, her mom had cooked something and she yeah. had burnt it, so she wanted it to steam out. Oh. So she opened the window. And he got in through the window, or unlocked the door, and maybe. He left the window. But he did something with the window, got inside the house, and then he went up to the. Oh, and like later, and we'll explain why it was so easy for him to do that. I yeah, just remember later. That. Wow. Anyways. <laughs> so Brian told her to put on her shoes. Blah blah blah. Her sister Mary Catherine heard all of this and even saw a quick glimpse of the man, which she later describes as someone who looks like Jesus. Wow. Yep. She pretended to be asleep so her and her sister didn't get hurt. Or her or her sister. She didn't know who was going to get hurt, but she knew that if she would have said something, someone was going to hurt something. Her sister, uh, she later told the police that she got out of bed, went towards her parents' bedroom because she felt like they were no longer there. But then she saw Elizabeth and Brian in the hallway, so she ran immediately back to her room, where she hid for the next two hours, which she said felt like 30 minutes, but it was two hours 
and she waited there until she felt like they were gone. And when she finally told her parents, it was around 4 a.m. Wow. Um, and that Elizabeth had been taken by a man with a gun. If you were the sister, what do you think's going through your brain? I feel like, okay, I don't want to... She's so... Fortunate. I, I don't know how to say, but like, reality, like fortunate. But she wasn't chosen, but also she had to see, like, she had to go through the trauma of seeing her sister be taken away. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a lot of trauma that you've got to yeah, go through. Yeah, and feeling kind of, of useless. Like, mm. I just. Especially because you're like, oh, like, because you have to think late at night, like, oh, like, I could have yeah. done something. I mean, how could she not blame it on herself? And she was just. Frightened. Uh, like, I just had to watch her sister get, like, literally taken by a creepy man. Yeah. Abducted. Yeah. That's, that's hard. When she first told her parents, um, they searched around the whole house, and the mom, Louise, saw the back door, back door window that she had left open again because she, they had burnt food. The window had been cut, and she yelled to her husband, call the police, call the police. Mm-hmm. She... Um, the mom, no. What would you be thinking as the mom? Like, walking downstairs saying, oh, my window is cut open. Or, like, no, like, if the girl, like, your daughter comes to you and she's like, Elizabeth is Mm -hmm. gone. What would your reaction be? Yeah. I'd be scared. That's scary. And, like, being, like, you know, the parent, um, you're supposed to be, like, strong and everything. So that must be really mm-hmm. hard even because it's like, oh my gosh, I have to be strong, but I'm like literally scared for my daughter's life. Mm-hmm. That's, that's hard. And being like strong for also like Elizabeth's sister, like Mary, because she's like in complete mm-hmm. She just went through something very yeah. traumatizing. Even whenever the sister had seen Brian, um, they couldn't make a detailed sketch of him because it was only a quick yeah, glimpse. It was late and dark at night. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so. It's gone, yeah. yeah. That. At the same time, the kidnap. Oh, wait. Oh, and then whenever they had tested, like, whenever they called the police, because they called the police yeah. immediately. And the police came, and obviously, when your parents, you're the first two who are going to get. Like, oh, yeah, questioned. Sure. So they got questioned and they both took polygraph tests and they passed it completely. I'm not really a fan of polygraph tests because there's a lot of times when mentally in your brain you think something, but that's not how it went down. What at all. Polygraph. It's a lie detector test. So it's like, if I believe truly, like, I believe that Michelle's hair is blonde. Michelle's hair obviously isn't blonde, but in my head. Yeah. It's blonde. So your brain is going to tell you that that's oh, not a lie. And then also, whenever you, um, whenever you're kidnapped, you can get, uh, what's it called? Whenever you start to have, a, like, a feelings for the abductor. Stockholm Syndrome. Whenever you have Stockholm Syndrome, if they question you and give you a polygraph test and they ask you if this person kidnapped you, you're going to say no and it's going to come out true because your body does this whole thing where it's like if it's like life or death because yeah. it literally thinks that and life is getting making sure that the kidnapper isn't mad at you oh. death is telling the truth so your 
body is gonna have the same reaction as not so is like telling the truth. Yeah, your body goes into that life or death situation and it's like do anything to stay alive do anything and everything to stay alive so i'm not really a fan of polygraph test but i understand why they use it kind of um so yeah there's that that's the spiel on polygraph tests um at the same time let's think about the kidnapper he took elizabeth out into the street or outside of her house and ran across the street to where there was a forest and that's where they stood for a long time and it's like 1 a.m so like no one's what? up yeah it's like two four no one is up yeah and apparently allegedly there was a police car and she tried to go for it and then that's when she realized like he like pinched her or something basically just inflicted bodily harm on her and she realized that this is serious it's gonna be a long like long time being here because people will tell you if you see a kidnapper's face you're most likely not going to make it oh yeah. like once you see someone's face you're not going to make it because you can yeah, recognize you can them now wow mm-hmm. wow so that's how you once you see someone's face that's when you should go into that hole do anything to go out if you don't see their face that's when people are like oh try to befriend them like be like oh like everyone goes through something like it's not your fault yeah for sure. that kind of thing but whenever it's like this kind of thing they're like oh no just do like anything to get out yeah you're gonna die just like do anything and everything so at the same time a man by the name of brian david mitchell led smart out of her house and matched oh in march mark walked hours through the forest to a camp where his wife wanda Brazi was waiting. Wanda. I don't really like her. Right. And when Elizabeth saw Wanda, um, she initially she was very happy because when you see women, it means good. People think of women as mother yeah. figures. So you're like everything's gonna that was be okay. Not the case. But that was not, not, not the case. No. So yeah. That's kind of sad, but let's learn about Brian. Who is oh, Brian? Brian. Brian, who is known by Wanda and Elizabeth for when she first got kidnapped, he was known as Mitchell. However, I will be referring to him by his. Everyone here will be referring to him by Brian, his first name, like we said Brian. earlier, because we because <laughs> Brian is just kind of a Mitchell. Douchebag. We're not calling him his last name. Mitchell. Mitchell. The reason why he called himself Mitchell is because he has a godlike complex. And same. And thinks he's literally God, a descendant yes, of God we'll himself. Learn more about in a little bit, but um, and same with Wanda. Yes, because I don't know how to say your last name. Yeah. So we're just gonna say Wanda. And I believe she also had a different name. Right. Maybe. Wanda. She also had kids. She did. She did. She had kids and. They, um, she had to give them up because she was marrying, uh, Mitchell, Brian, because he was a bad person, because he had a lot of arrest things on him, so she had to give up her kids, and she did it all for Brian. Wow, the things people do for (laughs) each other. Exactly. I honestly don't think he's worth it. He's not even that attractive. No. 
No, he's ugly. No. Here, wait. I'm gonna see if he, she has a different name that he would call. So he went by uh, Brian. Him. He didn't go by Mitchell. He actually went by Emmanuel. Because that he thought one. he was claiming to be a prophet yep. of God who experienced visions. Yep. And then Wanda went by Hepa Zebra. And Elizabeth yep. chose. Um, and Elizabeth, she chose... It's in it's in here somewhere. Um, but she yeah. chose a certain name relating, like, to someone. We'll yeah. talk about that. You'll find out. So, she also renamed herself. Kind of going it. along with the play. <laughs> yes. Um, he went... Brian believed that he was a prophet named... Emmanuel, and after performing at a bizarre wedding ceremony, he was also a polygamist, which is a person who has more than one wife or husband, and he believed that spirits or visions would talk to him and tell him to go kidnap women, Well, and the first of this person, and only person, who he kidnapped was Elizabeth, because he got stopped. He declared Elizabeth to be his second wife, and would, uh, trigger warning right here, he declared that he was his wife and yeah. uh he would sexually assault her or rape her um at least once a at day. the very least sometimes two times yeah it was so. within, the within the days of the disappearance the community has raised like they got they, together like they got together there was so many people who went who wanted to find elizabeth around two thousand people went out to find her on her first day however within three weeks of the numbers they just decreased and went to just a few hundred people looking and for her. She's. How would you feel, yeah. like, as parents, if you are still looking and like hundreds, thousands of people just stop looking? Uh, that they clearly lost hope. But I and yeah. honestly, I wouldn't blame them. Would you I'd, lose hope? I would hope? probably start to lose hope. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I would probably start to lose hope. Because that's, so that's hard I. to stay hopeful and optimistic. To stay, like, oh, like, optimistic and be like, yeah, right. When, yeah, because there's always going to be that voice in the back of your head being like, no, she's, there's no way. There's, that's yeah. sad. Even in the end, I think, like, even when they called them, they're like, Elizabeth is here. I'd be like, there's a dead body. I was like, well, where's the dead body? Let me see it. Yeah. Yeah. So, back with Elizabeth, she later testified and said, I tried to fight him off me. A 14-year-old girl against a grown man doesn't even... Doesn't do very much. Out, like, doesn't even out so much. So, like, it doesn't... Yeah, because, like, a small 14-year-old girl that probably, I'm guessing, is fit as, like, she runs track and rides horses, um, doesn't do very well against a probably tall grown man. Right. So... I'm sure it didn't help much, yeah. you know. So Brian, yeah, and Wanda, they would hold Elizabeth captive for the next nine, nine months. months. That's a long nine time. months of full a, pregnancy. A baby could be born in that nine months. As they would move between 
or they moved between Utah and California. He would rape her daily, sometimes multiple times a day, like we've mentioned, and keep her tied to a tree. At so like a dog. All times. That's really bad. Yeah. Yes. And um, whenever they were looking for Elizabeth, he would force her to listen to them calling her name. So they'd be like, oh, like, Elizabeth, Elizabeth. And he'd be like, haha, they're so dumb. Like, I have you as a prize. Like, they can't find you because I have you. So that just made his God complex, you know, just better. rise. He also forced her to vast consume quantities of alcohol and drugs often. It did not feed her for days, bringing her his captives to drink to break of starvation so he basically only fed her enough to yep. keep her alive and didn't yeah <laughs> yeah that is yeah. so basically starved her often and gave her stuff that she should not be consuming especially at the age of 14 honestly i don't know how elizabeth was able to go through this i feel like I don't know. Exactly. I feel like I would turn into a vegetable. I would and you would also, like, you would have her write journal entries yeah. every day. I don't, oh, and forced her to write She them. wrote it in French so French. that they couldn't read it. And then one day she was uh, talking about her cousin and, like, singing mm-hmm. about her cousin. And Brian was like, oh, like, don't talk about them. They're not part of your life. And then saying like I am she was life. you have no one else. Yeah. Yeah, like basically like everyone sins and anyone who sins can't be part of the next life which is soon. So I'm saving you. Saying that if you talk about your family, you're sinning and I'm saving you so you can't yeah. do that. Cuz he believed he was like a godly figure basically. Mm-hmm. And then he also went and tried to abduct or kidnap Elizabeth's cousin, but it didn't work out because there was no way for him to get in. And he didn't know the house like he knew the Smarts house, which we'll get into why he knew their house. Yes. While Elizabeth was kidnapped, the parents tried to keep everyone out of the public. So all their kids, they tried to keep them out of the public and made sure the little sister was never in the public yeah. eye. The public can be... Because they had already talked about how the little sister had already seen a man, or Brian. They had already talked about how they had seen Brian. So she was like, you can't be in the public eye because then you'll be like taken, like looked down yeah. upon. The public can so, be scary. And then they, they were also scared that if she brought them to the public's attention that Brian would come back and he would take... Of course, they didn't know it was Brian at the time, but he would come back and take everyone else. So, while in the process of a thousand tips and alleged sightings of Elizabeth all over Utah and beyond, police had zeroed in on one subject, a man, or a suspect, a man with a criminal record named Richard Wiggy, who had worked as a handyman of the Smarts household and had attempted to burglarize several houses, including theirs. He looked into. He was locked up on a parole violation, but had been out when Elizabeth went missing, and he had also put thousands of unexplained miles on his car between May 30th and June. Yeah. 30th. That. He was never charged in Elizabeth's case. However, Ricky ended up dying in prison after 
a brain hemorrhage on August 30th, 2002, while awaiting trial for the bur burglary charges. So at this point, they thought Elizabeth was dead. Yeah. The police. So it wasn't a closed case, but it was a so cold case. wasn't Ricky? It was not Ricky. It was not Ricky. Although he, no. although he kind of matched everything. Yeah, he did match, yeah, he did match the... Like what they thought yeah. he was about to be, but it's but not him. But it wasn't so him. So now they gotta start over again. Yes. And then it turned out in October 2002, Mary Catherine had identified Brian David Mitchell, who had worked on the Smarts Roof in November 2001, using a alias as a man who had abducted his sister, and the roofer Walsh was refer referred to. So. So basically. He knew their house so well because he had been in it and he had worked working in it. on their roof. So he went and he asked for, like, water or to go to the bathroom, and he walked around the whole house and figured where one of the children were staying. I don't know if he was looking for Elizabeth specifically, but he figured where one of them was. So for, like, and he, for like a full year, he had this planned yeah. out. Yeah, he, this was very much a planned Like, he murder. knew he was going to do this for a while. Or not murder, yeah. but kidnapping. We're going to be talking about the discovery and the survival and her personal life after. So, then the police found Emmanuel or Brian, or Emmanuel was a man who went by the name of Brian David Mitchell. In 2003, the popular crime detective show America's Most Wanted aired his picture. Which, that's kind of big. So... This picture was found because of her sister. She had did the picture. Like, she described what he looked like in the parents. So, that's kind of big. Very scary, yeah. On March 12, 2003, a passerby recognized Brian walking with Elizabeth Smart, who was veiled and wearing a wig and sunglasses. They called the police because they thought of it to be... Elizabeth Smart. Another time that Elizabeth was almost recognized was at a library. Oh, really? A police went up to her and was like, oh, like, are you Elizabeth Smart? And obviously, they were standing right next to her, so she was really scared, and she just she had to say no. So if you were in that situation, Michelle, how do you think you would react? I think, honestly, I'd probably follow Elizabeth, but you know how some people make certain signs? Like, they blink Yeah. Or, like, the, like, Oh yeah, this yeah. oh yeah, this sign where like you tuck a, your thumb into your palm and then you it. uh wrap your four fingers like around that. it. And that's for like an abusive household and they do it yeah. on TV or something like that. I yeah. I would probably be dumb and not smart enough to be like no, I'd probably say uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yes I am. You that finally is got me. me. Cuz I I'm definitely would not be smart enough to think and say no mm -mm. i would say no i think just because i'm scared yeah. but i would try to like like michelle said do some yeah. sort of sign whether that be like blinking a certain way i don't know <laughs> or like trying to describe the next place that yeah. we're going to but without like letting everyone know where we're going and they would also make her wear a veil and sunglasses and this like in a wig. dress in a wig, so that no one yeah and they would all wear disguises like that wanda like i'm not everyone. sus wanda also would often get jealous of elizabeth because uh mitchell or brian wanted to do things with 
Elizabeth, like, he would sexually assault her, but Brian took that, or, sorry, Wanda took that as consensual um, sex, Mm. and it was not, so she was jealous of Elizabeth, so she would often, like, beat her and say mean things to her. Because Wanda wanted Brian. Because Wanda left her children for Brian, and then, so... She left and then here he is going with another girl, and she's like, hey, what about me? Hey, <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. So, March 12, 2003, a passerby recognized Brian walking with Elizabeth, uh, and she was veiled, wearing a wig, as we've talked about, and in sunglasses. They called the police because they thought this was Elizabeth's mark. Another call went out because Brian had this thing where, in Utah, he knew a lot of people, so we would go and steal things from stores. And he could get away with it because the workers knew him and they would let him do these Mm. things. But since they had moved to California and then they moved back to Utah, but not the same area. So they were new to this area, meaning he didn't have people who would give him free food. They caught him. They caught him and they called him in and they were like, oh. This dude's taking some food. This dude is stealing food. Um, Yeah. So they called that in and the police got there. And when they saw it, they were like, oh, like, there's something weird about this. Yeah. You know. For sure. When the police got there, they had asked if they could talk to Elizabeth or asked Elizabeth if she was in trouble. And she said no. They then separated Brian and his wife, Wanda, from Elizabeth. And they questioned her one-on-one and asked if she was missing. On the other side, they were talking to Brian and Wanda, trying to get them distracted enough to where... They weren't focusing on Elizabeth's conversation. Because yeah. at this point, they kind of know that she's going to say yeah. something. For sure. So they're just... And so they're probably don't panicking, like, so. oh, no, they're going to yeah. find out. And they had questioned her as she was missing, and she told them that she wasn't. And then at one point, she tells them, if I am who you think I am, can you save me? And they said, yes, but you have to say who you are. And then she says the famous like, quote. You, you have to say who you are. And her famous quote famous. that almost all of her shows are named after is when she finally told the police after about 30 minutes and says, I am Elizabeth Smart. Now she tells this to herself. She tells this to herself. Often, apparently. Uh, Like, whenever she first got it, when she first said it, she was like, she continued to say this. So, as we talked about, they gave Elizabeth um, a different name. So, she was never referred to as Elizabeth Smart. Sorry, sorry, my mic just fell. They named her, or she named herself, during captivity, she was forced to take a new name, in which she gave the name Esther, or Esther. However you say it. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Yes. So, let's look up who is Esther. Yeah. They'll have a better definition than me. This is relating back to when um, Wanda and brian yeah changed their name esther was the beautiful jewish wife of a king and her cousin uh persecuted the king to reenact an order of general 
like basically um esther was someone who had the courage to plan the feast and her time to make her request she further had the courage to beg the king to save the jews after uh people had said no to it so it's basically someone in the bible who is courageous and escaped it her she wanted to be like her so she wanted to be like because she survived and she wanted to survive yeah which you know that's pretty reasonable yes so um the story so she was given this name and she was never allowed to say her own name nobody called her by her name so whenever she finally could say that who she was was who she was she That's was like nine Elizabeth. whole months without saying your name or hearing your name exactly and she wasn't as we've talked about she wasn't allowed to mention her past mm. Because if she did, they would yell at her, and they'd be like, no, that's not your past. So, um, yeah, she was finally able to say that she was Elizabeth Smart, which is why all of her documentaries I am Elizabeth Smart. I am Elizabeth Smart. Talk about just her being who she was. Um, authorities, it took them, like, you know, not that long because oh they were sitting God. there with them, but they like, arrested Brian shocked. and his wife so, like, and returned Elizabeth way, to her house. With the returnal of her this person, going back to her family, they like, called point, her dad like and were like, kind of hey, like, we have some news about the case. And when you're hearing, hey, we have some news about the case and you're nine months into the case, of course they're going to think the worst. The worst thing that you can say is, hey, we have some news about the case, meaning that Hey, your kid's probably dead. So he walked there and he, um, he was basically expecting her to be dead. Expecting to have to go to the morgue. And he walks in and he sees Elizabeth. And he was How do you think he would shocked. feel, really? Yeah. This person, you like at this point, I feel like as a parent, I would kind of lose hope in a way, like mm-hmm. realize that like my child is probably not alive. Like nine whole months without your daughter or one of your daughters, and then you all of a sudden see her. That's that's kind of crazy. Yes, and apparently whenever he walked in, it was like the whole police everyone they were looking at him and whenever he came in he was like what the heck like he was immediately yeah for sure so so this is her whenever she's coming back yeah that's scary oh she's happy so she's super excited like i mean i can see why because you know she was just very excited they've made multiple documentaries on her because she is a very known person and she has said that she's watched one of the documentaries which i think was in plain sight either that one i think it's in plain sight that she watched and she said that 
she met her actor. And she met the person who plays Brian and said, you're a lovely person, but you look just like him. So she couldn't watch her documentary. She was like, I just couldn't do it. Because that was just way too That's real. That's reasonable. Reasonable to be like, uh, that was a little too yeah. real. And then, you know. um, yeah, so once the authorities arrested Brian and his wife, Wanda, I love her name. Oh my gosh, actually, don't love it, but like, it's a funny name. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's what I always think whenever I hear Wanda. Or, like, the, like, chocolate candy factory place. Yeah, Willy Wonka. I don't know why Wanda relates to that, but it does. Um, so the prosecu- prosecution against Brian stretched on for years and was complicated by questions about his mental health health and fitness to, strand- to stand trial. So they were like, is he even able to do this? I don't know. Probably not. And then finally, on December 10th, 2010, that's a lot of years later. Like, a lot of years later. 2010. Y'all, y'all, wow. Eight more years after the kidnapping, the jury in Salt Lake City, Utah, found Brian guilty of kidnapping, transporting, and transporting a child across state lines for sexual purposes. Woohoo! He was caught, finally, and, like, taken away, basically. (laughs) And then another thing that he would make Elizabeth do was he would make Elizabeth watch pornography. And then she said, which just made him raise Um. more. So he would make her watch it, describe to her what they were doing. And then he would say, now we're going to do it. Wow, that's sad. So she knew exactly what to expect. But she was like, at one point, she just, after a while, she just didn't care. Like, she just was like... she mm-hmm. let him well, do it. she can't do anything But she talks about, about it, so. There needs to be, like, a real She talks about how program. she just let him do it. And she was like, mm, what am I supposed to do? There is like, nothing I thought you I can do. That's, that's what sucks about it. Exactly. There is nothing you can do. So let's discuss Wait, the case. Um, real quick. He was sentenced to life in prison. So that's a good thing. And Wanda was sentenced yes. to and 15. Was sentenced to 15 years yep, behind 15 bars. years behind bars. Which, if you ask Elizabeth, she'll actually say that Brian is a terrible person. But Wanda There's no doubting was worse. It. But Wanda yep. was worse. And that she hates her. Wanda actually lives down from the road. Her? From a school. <sighs> she shouldn't, like, yeah. that should be, like, a rule. Like, Wanda, Wanda Brian, can't, like, live, can't next live next to school. school. Crime, but I think Wanda was just worse than the I feel like if you kidnap someone, yeah. you can't just be like, oh, like, you know, let's go live next to a school. Like, no, I feel like that should be, like, no. just a thing. Yeah. Like, you can't. Like, you just can't. <laughs> yeah, no. I, yeah, because um, Wanda, like, let Brian do this to Elizabeth Smart. So Elizabeth mm-hmm. thinks that Wanda was, like, worse than Brian. Because she just watched it happen. Did nothing about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just just a watcher. From. And then the whole like jealousy thing. Where she's like oh like mm-hmm. kind of jealous. Out of the two. Which one do you think is worse? I think Brian committed. I think Brian hated crime. But I think Wanda was just worse than the fact that she let it happen. She probably could have done something. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. But she didn't like, want to try to just like a lot of people originally were like, maybe she's mm, a victim. No. No. It's the whole thing like with the Gabriel Hernandez case, which brief description. Uh, a mom and yeah. a boy and her boyfriend abused Gabriel, who was like five, and this led to his yeah. murder. A lot of people, whenever originally when they came out and were like, "Oh, like Gabriel was a like abused by her boyfriend," they originally thought that she was also a victim of her boyfriend's mm-hmm. abuse, which I feel like is most things. Because again, you don't want to th- assume that women or mothers can do those kind of but things. But they can. Surprise. You're always going to assume that, oh, like, no, yeah. they can't. Well, yes, they can. Nothing's stopping them. I feel like that's one reason why a lot of the times they get away with it, because no one expects it. <laughs> yeah, like that 15 years, yeah. if that would have been a man who did that like, as well, yeah, there would have been sure. a different thing. Different race, different gen, like, you know? Yep. People, the justice system is yeah. just kind of yeah. terrible. No, I for sure think Wanda was the worst one, because she just was like a bystander, just watching like from not yeah. even afar like from like a close-up basically from right like you know a yeah good two feet just away like watching it like that's what happened and she didn't find like any problem in it like i think she's the real problem there also the same with like the book like the journaling that's like some evil things that you got to do because you got to make her write about yeah. what's going on and she wrote in French. Girl, she must have been good at French. If someone made me That's write in Spanish. That's another thing saying that she's smart. She knew French. Mm-hmm. I cannot write in Spanish. Not one line. Yeah. Like, that would not help with this. Like, I think... Doesn't she talk about, like, some deep things Yeah, in there? I think so. I don't know exactly, but I'm pretty sure she does. Yeah, that... I don't know. That case was crazy. Her life is crazy. But now she's, like, thriving, kind of. She is a influencer. She talks about what does she do? Doesn't doesn't she like? Isn't she? Um, let me look here. Also, her website is linked in the description. So, like we said earlier, y'all can go check it out. It's a pretty neat website, and it talks even more about her. She is very pretty. She's very pretty. Um, yeah, super pretty. You would never guess that she's like. Well, obviously, you would never guess this. But she is a influencer and an um, author. An author. She. What she does is she promotes different people who are um, going missing, mm-hmm. and she talks about their story and yeah, and gets their word she out. Has a big. Yeah, quite a big background. She was on The Masked Singer. She was? She can sing. Really? She I've was. watched so much of her, of The Masked Singer stuff. <laughs> I didn't even know that. That's kind yeah, of funny. She was on The Masked Singer. Oh, she's, oh, that's cool. Oh, she was on The Masked Dancer. So she can dance. Yeah. Not saying. <laughs> yeah. She sounds so nice. She does. She has three kids, a husband. She's just um doing pretty That's well. That's good honest. that she's come up from that. She's still playing the harp. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. So back to that uh very starting question about how y'all would react after coming back 
like a year later to school. I don't think I could ever integrate back into society. Like yeah, like did. so fast too. She took that influence. I don't think uh-uh. I could be an influencer after that. I'd be like, but like don't the whole ever world talk knows about you. But like a lot of people who get kidnapped and then get brought back, they'll change their name. Oh, wow, they'll change really? their looks. Like they do not want to be known as their story because then all you're known as is that. Is, mm-hmm. is that. Like whenever she goes for a job application, they're going to read Elizabeth Smart and immediately the first thing they're probably going to say when she walks in is, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Which is, they'd be like, yeah, it happened yeah, to which me. Is like, Get over not it. not what you like, want them to say. Move on. It happened. It's over. Done. I yeah, don't want to hear about it It's over like 10 yeah. years ago. Why are we still yep. discussing it? Like, obviously, if there's something triggering you say, then maybe. But like. Yeah. No, but she's Anyways. really pretty. That's really cool. pretty. It's really cool smart. Good. She also is there Elizabeth Smart I'm. I, huh? I think it may be one, but it may not be one. Okay, so my final thoughts is that I think this case really demonstrates kind of. Yeah, there's just a Pause lot this, Victoria. about Victoria. Kind of no, my like Google Chrome is not responding. In a way, kind of hope. So I can't really see anything like light, or see you know? anything. Right, surviving. Yeah, you so, can survive and you can still have a, a decent life. There's no pause. The only thing that comes up is like taking her name out of certain things. Like she doesn't want her name to be mm-hmm. in. Um, <gasps> Wait, stop talking because my computer like literally just shut off. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no, my Google's not open. I don't know what to say. Okay, go ahead. Okay, turn it back on. And we'll just, we'll, we'll not look, talk about the Elizabeth Smart Law. We'll just go into, like, what are your last thoughts on the case? It was. In a way, kind of hope that, like, surviving can be done. Yeah. And when she so am I. I could not do a full day. She does have a pretty good life, yeah. My final thoughts are that, Mi- uh, psh, not Michelle. <laughs> Elizabeth. I know, already. No, <laughs> Elizabeth Smart is like a very strong person. I would not be able to do that. I'd be out in like the first day. But I think that she's a, an extremely strong person, and that. Are you ready? I don't know. That's just like kind of amazing that she got through that. You don't because need Google there's no way and i also think that Bra- brian and wanda thoughts. they're messed up like alrighty, kind of what is up. everyone's but final i think we already knew that so. case, yeah Michelle. what about you chloe My final thoughts on the case is that they're pretty messed up. they need some help it's crazy <laughs> we don't have a choice in that say so mm. Like, you can survive. She did. Woo. After. Yeah, because we've sat here and discussed for a while how she has a pretty good life. What are your final thoughts on the case? We are not 
full disclaimer we are not professionals Ryan. in this subject <laughs> michelle all. is kind of crazy no you're supposed to say no <laughs> we're not professionals so if we have any facts wrong anything nope. wrong feel free yeah to let us know contact us because we most likely have missed something or messed up mm. and that's because we are human Definitely. humans mess up could so, not have done yeah. that <laughs> kind of crazy yeah messed up in the head yeah my final thoughts on the case is that they're pretty messed up and um yeah i i don't know why wanda is released but she is we do not before we close out the podcast we would again like to take a moment to honor the victim except this time she did survive so go hype her up you know we'd also like to take a moment to again just talk about um we are not professionals michelle are we professionals oh so yeah listen if you dare (laughs) (laughs) no just tell us to put that in there reach out because i don't know why it's not typed on there no we're not Mm -hmm. okay ready the outro Again, please feel free to visit the Elizabeth Smart website for more information on the case and her post life. And go to her Instagram, which is... We'll redo that so I can have that uploaded. Okay. Da-da! Um, again, please feel free to visit the Elizabeth Smart website for more information on the case and her post life. You can also go to her Instagram, which is at Elizabeth underscore smart underscore official, so you can see different things that she talks about in her regular daily life and wow thank you so much for listening to truth or death podcast listen to our future episodes for more intel on psychological and eerie cases find out what next week's podcast will be about down below Woo! <laughs> that was not what it was one second one second one second no we're not michelle we still have the one last part thank you so much for listening to the truth or death podcast listen to our future episodes for intel on psychological and eerie criminal cases so will you choose to listen so will you choose to listen if you dare find out what our next week's episode will cover down below